Hey, welcome to the FPP. Are you serious? Oh, God. That's so stupid. So stupid. I can't even tell you how We've stupid. been talking for three <laughs> hours. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a co- true cold open because the... Because no one knows what's going on. No, we were just we were just, just keep telling a, the stories if they already get it. We were just having a great conversation. Mike forgot. <laughs> to Tell start me more the about tape. the Polish guy. I forgot to start the tape. You stupid. Where, where are we? Who are we? What's going on? Uh, I can't even believe you got, dude. Just just get past it. All right, just move Shake on. Shake it off. Hey everybody, my name is Michael Rosso. This is the Film Photography Podcast. I'm here with John Fideli. Hey. And uh, Mark Dalzell. Hello. This is one of our fabulous drive time shows. Oh, bing bong, five minutes past a big hour. Is that true? That was a half-assed attempt at that. This is the first five minutes past first show ever that I have a hot drink. Wow! It smells so good, and it's amazing that that smell can come all this distance across the table in this very cold room. I made a hot coffee. I made a hot caffeinated hot drink. Hot cup of joe. Hot, I made a hot drink. I'm sitting on my hands now, <laughs> just so you know. It's just spring, but it's very cold in here. Yeah. It's going to be winter in here for a long time. I'm sorry everyone missed out. I didn't have the sound recorder rolling, and we were just shooting the shit oh about a God, bunch of stuff. Oh, my God, such great stuff. It's so good. Yeah. What are you going to do? Exactly. It's amazing. Uh, I want to thank our listeners that have sent us stuff, um, because yeah. the residual factor is still kicking in. For example... I'm now enjoying a Milano dark chocolate cookie, mm-hmm. courtesy of Shaq Motti. Shaq Motti. Uh, thank you very much, Shaq Motti. And yeah. I forgot what to happened fa- to the chocolate-covered n- Nutter Butters. Ooh, what? On. Oh, they were. Come so- on! You wouldn't even let us open them, and they then you were ate them your own. So you're so good. What yeah. a joke. And uh, they w- they were chocolate-covered Oreos mm. and chocolate-covered Nutter Butters. Yeah, we didn't get any of those. No, you I'm sorry. The Shaq Motti. Can I have a Milano? You want one Milano? Sure. No, I want a whole package. Is that literally your last package? No, they're over there. No, there's like two left, yeah, so two you better left. hurry Jeez. up. Seriously. And uh, Mr. Ian Fleming, he sent us... Mm-hmm. We talked all about the perforated film he sent, yeah. but we didn't talk about... Um, he sent like wh- Hurly Whirlies. Huh? Curly Whirlies. Curly Whirlies. Oh. Curly Whirlies, and he sent a little um, caramel treats. They're also in the Those kitchen. are good. Yeah, yes. those are good. Okay. Thank yeah, you I very just much. had one of those. Those are yummy. And uh, thank you for that film. I'm going to load that. That so Ian Fleming, longtime listener, sent. Mm-hmm. He he made. Is he any relation? By no, the way? not that I'm aware of. Okay. To Dorothy Fleming. <laughs> Dorothy Fleming. Remember her? No, she no, was, a, she was Kathy a, Fleming. Uh, no, Dorothy Hamill. Oh, Ka- no, was it Kathy Fleming? Mark, Mark Hamill. No, it wasn't. Uh, Fleming was a uh, different first name. No, I she, thought it was Dorothy. Dorothy Hamill. Oh, he found he found some uh, unperf film and he made a perfer. Yeah, he made a homemade perforation machine and he perfed the film for one twenty six to go in a factmatic yeah. that he's claiming that will work in like a Kodak Instamatic. It won't give you the film sweats, but the higher end Kodak Instamatics, like the one hundred, yeah. like the real good ones. Yeah. So the quote good would you, Instamatics. Do you, <laughs> do you own a factmatic? Yeah, I had them before you. Ha! Yeah, that's right. You bought it direct from Camera got, Hack. Camera Hack. Yeah. Camera Hack. Camera Hack. Camera Hack? Camel Hack. Right from Camera <laughs> Hack. <laughs> so do you own a better Instamatic? I, no, I, I use it in my X-15. That's literally the only time I've used my... But you haven't shot 126 in a while now. No, I haven't. 
And I actually, I have a, a, a good stockpile of original Kodak 126, so if I ever do, I shoot that. Or I, re- I reload an old cartridge. Why don't we open up with a bang? Yeah. Oh. You're going to blow uh, stuff up? Wait, I want to go get some Milano's. Where are they? Oh, kitchen. Like, they're right there. You can't miss it. They're right on the round table. I better. It's in a big plastic tin that says Milano it on says, top. Just labeled crumbs. <laughs> yeah, fucking crumbs. <laughs> All right, let's hear this big bang you got. Well, you know, over the years, I've never complained, but I'm always... Huh, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> but I was always, you know... It seemed like FPP never never get the scoop on things. Like, mm-hmm. like, like listeners would send me emails saying, "Oh, well, there were literally two left." I told you. Well, two oh, equals four cookies. Well, but that's one pack. Listeners oh. would send me emails saying, "Oh, code, new Kodak Ektachrome. I'm sure uh, you guys have been testing it." And I'm, I'm like shrugging my shoulders. I'm like, I'm like, no, no, I haven't gotten any. Kodak hasn't sent me any. No. There are testers, but. <laughs> I'm not chosen as a tester, right. and I'm not like you know complaining about it. It's like, yeah, whatever, it's, whatever. Just, it's like it's okay. It's just not the way it is. So many shows ago, we were talking about two uh, non-U.S. films, Color Plus, Kodak Color Plus, mm-hmm. and I've been using the John pronunciation, uh, Pro Lamage. Pro Lamage. <laughs> that sounds better, right? It's, it sounds definitely more highfalutin. Yeah, it's called Pro Image 100. It comes in a five pack. And these are films that have eluded U.S. shooters because the film was manufactured for other European, territories. European, European it, I think is there it, is there an American equivalent? It only fits metric cameras. No, there's no like this is not XR. No, okay. There's no That's other 100 ISO film. So I yeah. have been saying to my Kodak rep for I don't know two years. You know, I'll, I'll just you know I'll call them. And say, mm-hmm. You know, by the way. You know, my listeners and my customers keep asking, you know, for Pro Image 100 and Color Plus. How about it? Mm. You know, nothing, 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 nothing. Hmm. Then I get a call. <laughs> out of the blue. Out of the blue. It's like, oh, hey, so I made these SKUs available. SKU. A SKU is a catalog number. Uh-huh. So I have to enter the catalog number into our system right. to place a purchase order to buy the film. Right. So these, t- these two SKUs... Color Plus and Pro Image 100, mm-hmm. out of the blue, so calls me and says, oh, um, I'm going to make these available to you. You asked for it, so I'm going to make wow. them available to you first. <laughs> it only took two years. It's going to be, well, you see, the thing is, these are made in Rochester and then, and then shipped, shipped elsewhere, but I can't buy them. It's crazy. Until now. Oh. So he said, you, you have the scoop. FPP is the first company I'm offering it to. Wait, He's, wait. Yes! 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 <laughs> <laughs> he said it's going to be very low-key. I'm just going to yeah. send them an email saying, here are the catalog numbers. Mm-hmm. If you like these products, you can, you can stock them. They're not going to get like a big name like Kenny Rogers to do a commercial for them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pro Limage. <laughs> no, uh, oh, you no, know who would be good to get a com- do a commercial? Oh. Jeff Bridges. Maybe. Can you be He's Jeff, too big. Can you be Jeff Bridges doing Jeff a Pro Limage? Pro Lamarge 100. Come and get it. <laughs> Did you see that movie yet that he's in? It's on Netflix. Which one? No, I don't have the heart. It's like he's in it, Captain Kirk's in it. Oh, uh, what? We, we tried to watch. What's it called? I haven't heard of that. I don't know. Captain Kirk? Yeah. Shatner? Chris Pine? Really? Yeah. It's a Netflix original. Yeah. Oh, oh. What's that Chris called? Chris Pine. 
It's good. With Jeff Bridges and Chris Pine. I can't even yeah. imagine what that is. Jeff Bridges plays the it's old train wreck time is what it is. sheriff. Yeah. And Chris Pine and his brother. And a new guys in town. They're, they are bank robbers. Oh. And I'll, I, won't, I won't give away any spoilers. Not R.I.P.D. No, it's a, it's a movie. Yeah, this is a movie it's on the Jeff Netflix. Bridges, but they're ghosts. Ghost this is, and as my daughter says. So it's a brother and his broken family. His mother just died. He's divorced. He has mm-hmm. kids. And there's oil on the land. Oh. But no one knows it. But they know oh. it. And the, the, the land is leveraged. Not many people know it. The, the land is leveraged, so they don't own their land. They have to pay the bank back. Oh, dear. So the brother, his brother comes out of prison. Are you, wait, you're giving away the whole movie, though. His brother is a lifetime felon. Yeah. You know those kind of guys. But a nice guy. Yeah. I don't know. And they get together. <laughs> a lifetime felon with a heart of gold. <laughs> they get together, and they're like, we're, we're going to rob banks to pay back the bank to get our land back. That's a great idea. So that he Stupid idea. Give the, he wants to give the land to his, his boys. Uh-huh. So Jeff Bridges is the is the the, the seasoned local sheriff, no country like, for old men type sheriff. Okay, mm. you know what I mean. He's not taking any guff. He's not a dope. Yeah, not and a he, country bumpkin. And he's going to retire, and this is his last case. Oh, three days till retirement. Well, let me tell you something. I saw Jeff Bridges do an interview on some TV show, kind of like a complete hippie. Oh, so I could see him holding up this package. He needs a gig, is what I'm saying. This is Jeff Bridges on the set of that Netflix movie, because he probably wouldn't know the name of it. (laughs) On the set of that new Netflix movie. (laughs) You know, the one with me and Chris Pine, where I play an old Western. (laughs) (laughs) And I endorse. describes the whole movie. And I use Kodak Professional Pro Lamage 100 in my, what's the panoramic 35mm camera called? Horizon. In my Horizon (laughs) But I got to send those guys an email because it broke. <laughs> Again. <laughs> but they're really good about replacing it. But they're really good about replacing it. I love those guys. God, spit. Uh, Sheriff, um, Sheriff Bridges, he shoots. What's the 120 version of that camera, the, the big one? He shoots. It's either a Wide Lux Wide or a Noblux. Yeah, he, shoots a, he may have a book published. of his, He's been shooting on sets for years. Oh, yeah. That would be interesting to see. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah, I'd love to see the uh, the like photos Tron. from that movie I'm not that a, he did I'm, with Netflix. I'm oh, that movie with Chris Pine. Mm-hmm. I'm not I a hear pretty good. I'm not a I braggart. Really good. I'm not a braggart. But a few years a few years ago, we get an order through the FPP online store for six twenty film from Graham Nash. Yeah. <laughs> and I know what everyone's thinking. Yeah, like no one else has that name. So I go to my computer. No. Back then, it was probably at like I don't know, like Windows ninety five or something. When was yeah. this? This is a long time. No, ago. a year or so. Ago. Two years ago. Two years. Two three years. Ago. <laughs> Windows ninety five. No, two, three I'm joking. Years ago? I'm joking. Okay. I type in Graham Nash. He's on tour. He's playing New York City, and I'm like, like should, it's the you real. Di- you should have went to deliver it to him. Hand deliver. It's like it's a real deal. And then, of course, I researched, and I figured I figured that he he is still a film photographer. And of course, we're talking about the Graham Nash from the Hollies, of course. <laughs> Pro Limage 100 and Color Plus 200. It on, looks like 80s packaging. It, on, looks like, it really does. <laughs> it looks like that's ancient expired film. It's no film. frills. <laughs> what was the one that we cut out the picture of Dane and put uh, the, the girl? BW400. BW400. It looks just like that. Because this is a non-American film, I asked my, my, my pal Graham from the... Graham Nash? Nash? <laughs> Get out. Your I did pals not, now? I did not even set that up. 
I asked my pal Graham. Yeah. Cracker? And Graham is from the Sunny 16 podcast. Oh, right. They're in the UK. Uck. And I said, I sent him a little email. I said, hey, you know, we're, we're going to carry this film. I know it's very popular over in the UK. Would you write a blog? Uh-huh. He said, sure. So I'm going to read to you. Oh, okay. This is also online. So right now, you can go to the FPP online store, Pro Limage 100, Color Plus 200. Uh, let's, let's make this a hit. Let's make this a, let's make this a thing. I'm walking out of here with a roll of each today. Oh, nice. <laughs> Whether you like it or not. Exactly. This is from Graham. He says, while it's rare that the U.S. misses out on some of the fabulous things we have access to in the U.K., it happens. Black pudding, <laughs> Marmite, Ugh. awful dentistry, oh, geez, and good. the U from color, <laughs> and the I from aluminum. <laughs> Aluminium. That's a good one. All things that have been denied to our special friends from over the ocean. Thankfully, the F... Thankfully, the FPP are here to right this wrong in the most important way possible by bringing over two... Actually, we're not bringing it over. They're just shipping it. Yeah, it's, it's kind of coming direct from America. I'm guessing he's thinking it ships to UK, then it's comes skipping back. The, it's skipping the circuitous route that it would normally. By bringing over two pre- previously unavailable color C41 films from Kodak, hmm. both... Pro Image 100 and Color Plus will be available in the FPP store. So what's the deal with these films? Neither of them are new. Mm-hmm. Pro Image has been sold in Africa, South America, and parts of Asia for several years. Mm-hmm. So inevitably, some of it has found its way into the European shooters who started asking why it wasn't available in their region. One quick trial later, and Europe finally got its mitts on it last year, much to our delight. God, this is the worst Would camera on earth that? to put batteries in. This is insane. Uh, Mark's playing with the camera while I'm talking. I'm just trying to put batteries in it. I'm not even playing with it. put batteries in a Minox. Kodak Pro. Oh, my God. This is crazy. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Kodak. 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 I'm sorry. Kodak. Sorry. Kodak. Sorry. Kodak. Oh, you, now you're just I'm messing. Doing it on you're messing about now. I'm not. Kodak Pro Image 100 is a color negative film, and given its, and given its original target market in emerging countries... It's been designed to give great results at a low price. Mm. As a pro film, care was taken with how it handles skin tones. Its fine grain has a good saturation. Mm. At 100 ISO, it performs best when fed plenty of light, but it's also good at handling heat and humidity. Uh Perfect choice when you're off on your holidays somewhere hot Mm. or have a bad habit of leading loaded film in your car for months. Oh, jeez. Color Plus 200 is a budget baby of Kodak's family of films and is hugely popular in the markets where it's been previously available. It's 200 ISO, has a broad dynamic range and nice warm tones without being super saturated. And being based on older emulsion technology, the color palette can give images a lovely vintage feel. It's a fantastic, versatile film at a great price and worth checking out. So there you have it. Two splendid films finally making the way to the shores of North America thanks to the FPP. Exciting. So thank you very much, yeah. Graham, cool. for you know taking the time to write that blog. I'm thrilled to offer this film to everyone, and uh, it's you know really cool. Color Plus sounds like an interesting stock. Yes, it does. Sounds like it's perfect to load into my Facmatic if it has a vintagey look. The Pro Limage, yeah. I'm definitely interested in using. Pro Limage. 
Mark, I know you're very busy over there. Would you like to give us the uh, for Film Ferrania update? I would love to. Ciao a tutti. Hey, watch your language. We have just posted a short video update to our website. We hope you will take a look. That part's underlined because it's probably a link in the original email. We are slowly getting back to normal at the factory. For the first time, we have installed a small amount of the equipment you helped us purchase way back in 2014. We have a couple of new team members we will be introducing and some more processes to show off before production restarts. As we mentioned previously, we have found a simple and fair solution to bring this Kickstarter campaign to a close. As soon as we have all of the pieces in place, we will let you know. Cheers, the Film Ferrania team. I don't think this battery fits in here, Mike. There's uh, nothing in there about Oleg. Whatever happened to Oleg? Fix. What? It says plus is this way. No, no, no. Oleg was a different Kickstarter. Oh, I thought that was a Ferrania. No, Oleg was the Kickstarter with uh, the um, Jolly Look. Remember you made a big oh, mistake? Right. Jolly oh, Look. I'm sorry. Stupid. I'm sorry, Ferrania. All right. Well, you guys you guys are so messing around. I'm going to do... I'm camera. completely... Conv- I just read a letter Listen, three man. seconds ago. Don't get... Don't yeah, get but it. the letter was R. <laughs> so it really doesn't I count. can... Uh, I can multitask. Uh, this just in. Marco from Call San them. Antonio sent me an email and then sent me... He sent me a camera. Wow. What do you got? It's in It's wood. Yeah. <laughs> it's wood-grained. He huh. wanted me to do a, a segment on it. I don't know, uh, Marco, if I'm going to do a YouTube piece on it, but I am going to do a piece right now. It's my camera review. Wow. Of a camera I have not shot with. It's a GAF. It is. Have G- you shot with it? No. GAF here in the U.S. were known to have commercials hosted by Henry Fonda. That's right. And that's how he said it. GAF. The GAF Talkie Viewmaster is so educational. Watch. So Marco sent me this... Faux wood paneled 1970s 110 pocket camera. It's so funny because it's called a 220. Yeah. <laughs> G- a Could you put two, two rolls in it? G- a GAF 220 oh. pocket camera. It takes a magic cube. Magic cube. It takes no batteries. No and batteries. Marco sent me, like, look, index cards. Like, isn't that cool? So I'm sitting here, so now you, you know, with index you cards. I could hold it up like a tiny teleprompter. I mean, a tiny uh, cue card. And he says facts about... Th- this is a great time oh. to, to, to go get yourself a GAF 220. I guarantee you there are some on eBay, and they're probably $5. Oh. And what's so great about this thing? Well, what's so great about it is the fact now that Fukatsu film is now available. Oh, so this would be a great camera to shoot Fukatsu. Damn in. straight. Yes. Marco Polo. That's right. Facts about the... This is from Marco's cards. Facts about the GAF 220. Introduced in 1973... Totally. This is like for people who have a little bit more than your average amount of taste. They want like a faux finish. Fine. Corinthian plastic. <laughs> Not to digress, but I was watching the uh, the Brady Bunch, the one where they go to Hawaii. No, no, I'm sorry. The one where they go to the Grand Canyon. Oh. <laughs> In the Grand Canyon episode. Noise. I forget that one. When it starts out, they go to the ghost town. Right. And Jim Bacchus locks them in a jail cell. Jim Bacchus? Holy smokes. He Mr. Played, Magoo? He pl- Mr. Dr. Magoo. Get in a yes. jail cell, you he bunch of He plays a gold. Thurston yeah. Howell. He's, exactly. a, he's a gold prospector. Oh. Did he have a beard? Yes. Oh, my God. So figure this. That. So when they were in Hawaii, the boys got like actually tied to poles. By Vincent Price. And left. Right? Yeah. In this one, the whole family gets locked in a jail cell and just he just leaves town. Hmm. 
This, this, if it weren't a family show, it could have ended very, very badly. So in this scene, they're at the Grand Canyon, and it's a shot. They, they, they went back and forth from actual Grand Canyon footage to clearly studio. Do you think uh, Alice ever thought about pushing uh, Mrs. Brady off the cliff so she could claim Mr. Brady off her herself? I... <laughs> no, no. She dated Sam, the butcher. Yeah. So there's a scene. The whole family's there. Yeah. There's nothing to do with the GAF. Three of the family, Mike, the father. Mike. Jan and maybe Greg. Did they have perms at this point? Yes. They okay. all have... Uh, 126 Instamatics in their hand. Oh, wow. And I'm watching it, and it, like almost like on cue, like one of them takes a picture, the other one takes a picture, yeah. and I'm just like, I'm just shaking my head. I'm like, that's not right. Like, they wouldn't all, first of all, there wouldn't be that many cameras. There'd be a designated camera taker. You don't, uh, I grew up in a family with a lot of kids. One kid wants something, the other kids get it too. When you went on a family vacation, did you? Yes. Were there Instamatic cameras? Uh, my dad bought his 126, uh, the one with the cube. Yep. And uh, the movie camera. Dude, where are your where are your home movies? I got tons of them. Sharon no. Rasp transferred them back in the day. I I don't know where the originals are. I got to tell you, you don't know where the films are. No, I think my sister may have them. How did that she get them? She just took them from my dad. When my dad moved from one house to another, she took the whole box, and then I took them and transferred them. So this is in the early nineties. Yeah, you gave them to Sharon. She yeah. transferred them. You gave yeah. you the film back. She put on very lovely uh, lounge music over them. And did and she transferred them to VHS. Yep, I was watching them not too long ago, actually. And how's the quality? What of the films? The quality the of the transfers. It, it's transferred to VHS, so okay. you know it's like eight millimeter to VHS isn't like. Your Is there ideal. any Brady Bunch esque escapades going on in your family home uh, movies? Like what? Like you know, like what. What went on? Like, was it like fun vacation stuff? It was vacations, you know, uh, vistas, uh, visiting family, holidays, turkeys, you know, ladies in the kitchen washing, men asleep on the sofa with their pants half undone because they ate too Hello. much. Hello. Time to wake this show up. <laughs> okay. Oh, my. Very run of the mill, eight millimeter Interesting. movie stuff, yeah. You know, FPP. Yeah, I'm so th- I'm like over like like what Mike? You like eight millimeter? Over the moon. Over first of all, Mark yesterday found in a box a Kodak. Like it's so funny. Kodak uses the brand names over and over. Like right now, a Kodak Fun Saver is a plastic preloaded <clears throat> disposable camera. Yeah, it's a one time use camera. Yeah, Kodak Fun Saver. I know what it is. But you found this plastic box from like the fifties, sixties. 62. Like 60s. Right here, 70. 70. It's called a Kodak Fun Saver. And it is a 8mm home movie camera. Oh. You crank it, and like three times I cranked it, pressed the shutter, and I, I kept... Mark, listen to Mark, this. Mark, listen. It purrs like a kitten. I know. You already told me three times. It does. It's like... Still. Listen to it. Listen to it purr. Yeah, go get it. I want to hear this purr. <laughs> this is a box camera. It takes regular 8. Is that Bakelite? What is that? It looks like Bakelite. Bakelite, Baker Heavy. <laughs> I think, John, you're going to recognize this. No, it's just plastic. Did your parents ever have a... No, my, da- my dad's camera was metal. It looks like... You know what it looks like? What? Electric pencil sharpener. It really does. <laughs> <laughs> okay, li- listen. Sh- sh- listen to this. Listen. Oh, it's so smooth. It's so smooth, right? Purrs. Oh, nice purr. Is that a purr? Yeah, it takes... Pretty nice. A 25-foot cartridge. 25-foot? 25 feet... Wow. Cartridge of a special 16 millimeter film that you shoot. 16? Listen. Really? You shoot 
You shoot the whole cartridge, you take it out, you turn it Flip over, it. Flips it. put it back, shoot the other side, send it to your right. photo processor. They process it, slit, slit it, it. it. Uh, marry it together with a splice, and now you have 50 feet of film. 50 feet, single perf. Isn't that amazing? Million. It's a pretty interesting concept. Where's that other camera that came in? That There was a beautiful, I don't even know what it was. It had the 1.6 lens on it. Oh, the one that you we traded? Oh, it's right in no, front no, no. of you. No, no, no. The one we found yesterday that has the that had the Copal 1.6, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Oh, it's on the shelf. What was that called? I can't remember what it was. I can't remember what brand it was, but... <sighs> Let me go cool. get it. Oh, geez. There we'll he goes again. We're almost talking about cameras here. I just told Justin there's a lot of running in this episode. These are whole, oh, look the, at that. Oh, it's a Yashica, right? These are movie cameras. They have such fast lenses. This has a one point... That's crazy. 1.9 lens. 1.6, isn't it? Oh. This is something weird. This has a 1.6 Yashica yeah. zoom. That's what Mark O.B. says. Yashica? Yashica. Okay. Mark calls it Yashica. This is a super 8,000. 8, this is a super 800. 8,000. Super 800 Electro. I mean, this is impressive. Electro. That is pretty cool looking piece of machinery, I gotta say. Yeah, here, I'm gonna get a picture. I was, I was amazed by it. Look at that. It's heavy, too. The FPP is now gonna offer, get this, right? Get this. What's, Literally, please get it. What's this? Oh, that's for sound, I think. Really? Oh, the batteries are in backwards, that's why it's not working. Film process scan packages. That's great. For eight mils a meat sir? Eight for Super 8, 16 millimeter, and hopefully soon regular 8. Yes. Exciting. Eight millimeter. That is very exciting. It's exciting. Uh, that, that's exciting enough to get me to shoot 8 millimeter again. Oh, for real? Definitely. It's exciting because I personally handle every aspect of it. I am yes! Like, Sorry. It works. <clears throat> I am like your ambassador. You are. I'm definitely. your filmmaking ambassador. You are. We're offering all these great services. You know, it's like I care about your home movies. Now, granted, these things are not cheap, but you granted, can't... he doesn't care much. You can't, you can't really put a price yeah. on such memories. And think about this. We're all shooting with our phones, yada, yada, whatever, the files. Mm-hmm. These home movies will outlive you and your children, if properly stored. That's depressing. <laughs> Like these movies will last easily. A, these <laughs> like before you get it processed. These movies will last a hundred years. Yeah. Here, Mike, check it out. That's Copal Sakonic Copal <laughs> I three hundred Super Eight. Uh-oh. Does it purr like a kitten? It sounds like the stock sound they use in a documentary. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a nineteen sixties sixteen millimeter camera. What's the name of that camera, Mark? This rolls right off the tongue. This is the Copal Sakonic Copal I-300. <laughs> <laughs> and that just wow. came in a box? No, I bought this at a, the thrift store for oh, you. Oh, my God. That's right. I owe you something. Two it, rolls of Shvima 25 Now it's two rolls. John's my uh, witness. You didn't remember until right the second. One now roll. suddenly you remember it's one roll. You owe me one roll of Svima 125-120. And me one roll because I brokered the deal. That's right. Does it, and I was like, oh, it's $13. See if they'll take 12 How many batteries did that take? <laughs> Four double A shrewd sales. It probably al- probably also takes a button cell for the meter. Do you know? Uh, oh, maybe. Oh, it could be. Maybe that's why the. In the hand. Pe- in the hand uh, but it's interesting that it's it's specifically designed to be sh- used with your 
with your left hand oh, for, what? looking through your left eye. It's for lefties. Oh, stop it. Because you put oh. your hand over the top to use your... Oh, it woke up. That's oh, the zoom? It's electric zoom. Um, boogie, boogie, It's designed boogie. to be held like this with your left eye. If you do it with the other side, which I would normally do... By the way, this is like a milestone. Mark has never even, like... I would talk about Super 8, you would just, like, turn away or you put your head down. Like, this, Oh, this is, this is a movie camera? <laughs> oh, forget it. It's a movie camera. Silly. It's very lost in space looking. It's, it's totally movie prop. The way it's, it's like... No, it's a 2001 Space Odyssey. Yeah, that's the camera they... Designed. That's the camera. It looks like the camera they held on the moon when they were filming the, yeah, the it monolith. Could, it could be. The way it's like curved. Yeah. Yeah, it's very sleek. Uh, and you hold it? it like a boomerang. Past future design. The batteries went in here? Yeah. These cameras are very hardy. Look at that. That would be a good camera to shoot the, uh, the monster movie on, Mike. You think so? This one? There's your lens cap. Oh, we should do a test with it first. Yeah, good idea. We're going to shoot. <laughs> oh, yeah, Maybe that's... we should test Before it Before we shoot our feature-length film <laughs> Believe on the me, John, Star camera. I've, lo- I've learned my lesson about <laughs> testing. Yeah. The Copal so Conic Super 8 Coral I-300. Copal I. crazy. From the Copal Company Limited. <laughs> Copa Cabana. Copa Copa. Made in Japan. Hi. Well, I'm very excited to get my Super 8 film back from San Clemente, California. Did you get it back? Yes, I have to get it scanned. Oh. So... I thought you were going to do that. I had this day. vague memory of uh, yes. uh, the 220 camera, something. Where? Oh, that camera right there. What about it? Oh, hey. Okay, so <laughs> start it's a 220 it. 110 camera. About an hour ago. I have my index cards. And now, part two from the GAF 220 review. Introduced <laughs> in 1973, like triggered. Dun 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 dun. dun. So it was a 73. Dun 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 dun. There's a story of. A, I'm like, oh, so at nope. the Grand Canyon. Oh, my off, God. We already did that. So introduced in 73, it takes 110 film. Mm. It's a fixed focus camera. Right. uses magic cubes. So it doesn't need any batteries. Magic cubes. Yeah. There's no exposure settings. These cameras, there's very, I, I Googled, there's, there's very little online about this camera. Very little. What, what, is, what is the shutter and the speed? What, but usually these cameras. Don't worry about it. You don't yeah. need to know. I guess not. You don't, you don't, the fact is you don't need to know. But they usually had a, a fixed F11 yeah. And the, the shutter is usually like 140th of a second. 140th? Yeah, it's designed to shoot in daylight. It's designed to shoot slightly blurry. Yeah, really. It's designed to shoot in daylight. And sometimes uh, when you put the flash on, it would change the shutter speed to accommodate the flash. Oh, so maybe there's like a pressure plate or something? Yeah, so usually there are two shutter speeds that you have no control over whatsoever. You simply mm-hmm. pop in the film and you shoot it. So he Thank says... You. Go. Japanese made, and he says that's about it. And then, next card. Okay. My name is Marco, and I'm a huge fan of your channel, YouTube. Yes. And By the way, we do have a YouTube channel. As a matter of fact, would you be so kind... Maybe he doesn't realize there's a podcast. Would you be so kind as to go to Film Photography Tube, that's the channel, and and subscribe? Me? Right now? Anybody. Oh. You too. Do you have a YouTube account, John? What is YouTube again? Ah, I thought we had you. He says, I found this camera about three years ago at a Goodwill... In my city of San Antonio. Hey, kid. What's your name? I can't remember. Where are you from? I can't remember. Can't you remember anything? I remember the Alamo. (laughs) And it's called a GAF-220 pocket camera. Turn the card over. Turn page. Warbucks continue. I kept it in my uh, archives and never used it since I couldn't find any film till a buddy traded me for some 35 film. Aha. Uh-huh. I'm still trying to get the film developed. 
Oh, Marco. And, and we'll email those images soon. Yeah, send it over to the darkroom.com. Yeah, send it over to our pals. Hopefully, you'll be able to get some neat shots and do an awesome review. Mm-hmm. Thanks again for reaching out and giving it a chance. Can't a wait chance. to see. Take care, Beware. Marco. Beware. <laughs> Beware. <laughs> Beware. Take care. Be there. So, so uh, let's put some fukatsu in that baby. Oh, when? Like right now? Yeah. Do you have bring, any fukatsu? Do I bring it? Did I bring it? Well, we're going to have to go outside and shoot it. No, we'll no, do no, it no, after the show. What show? I got a cube. I thought I saw a cube over here. A before. magic cube? There you go. Uh, no, that's, <laughs> that's not a magic. Next up, uh, this is from Cliff Notes. Hotchkiss. Uh, hey, fellas. Just listening to your NYE podcast, New Year's Eve podcast. Oh, very nice. I didn't know what that meant. <laughs> As I'm done as i'm doing done chores around the dark room missed it as new year's eve was my birthday oh this is this letter is dated january 7th i should i should say regarding your 8x10 development i shoot 8x10 regularly i'm a large format only photographer and the best way other than jobo i've found for processing 4x5 to 8x10 is old seba ilford chrome rotary tanks whoa easy to load daylight Small chemistry volume requirements, all around easy. My pro darkroom is in Philly. Feel free to stop by any time. Thanks for all you do. Keep promoting wet printing. Signed, Cliff. And his he has a link that says, oh, this is just to the local darkroom thing. He doesn't list the name of his darkroom, but if you go to www.localdarkroom.com, and then he puts slash facilities, you can look up local darkrooms in your area. That's very cool. Mm. But he's in Philadelphia, so I'm not sure which one he is. Great. Here's a John for, le- here's a John for letter. John for letter? John for letter. <laughs> <laughs> this is from... Share it with the class. This is from... I'll read the name. I'll try to read the name. Nicodemus Sivola. And then in parentheses it says, please don't try to pronounce my name. Oh, you uh, should have put that this first. This listener is from Helsinki, Finland. Whoa. So, listener from Helsinki, Finland here. I discovered your podcast maybe two months ago, a few months after getting back into film. There's a local darkroom society that I joined. We have a well-appointed uh, shared black and white darkroom with several enlargers, great ventilation, big sinks, and drying racks. The works. <laughs> Prints have now captured my fickle heart. Much more fun than scanning. Uh. I'm catching up from episode one and listening to new episodes as they come out. Hey, wow. Will be good while will be a good while before I catch up though. My absolute favorite parts of the podcast are book of the month, book of the month, the thing we never do, and some of the old segments where you looked at pictures and talked about them, which seems to have stopped. When did you look at pictures and talk about them? Um, oh, we used to look at pictures that were on Flickr. We did that a couple times. Yeah, years ago. But yeah. there's nobody on Flickr anymore. It's a great. It's a, a graveyard. Oh really? I still get. Uh, I, I admit, no. since joining Instagram, I've been neglecting my Flickrses, but uh, I've, I've just posted a bunch of stuff on there, and I get likes, and I get things. It's cool. Yeah, John. Uh, I found that listening to you talk about photos engaged my visual imagination like little else. Please consider no. doing some more of that, Mike. Finally, SuperSense Pack Film Kickstarter is coming up in a few weeks. Oh, when, when did this letter? What's the this date? This letter is uh, October 28, 2015. 2018. <laughs> oh, no, stop. 2018. I was sitting on my desk. Sorry. <laughs> Stoops. Uh, so, blah, blah, blah. Oh, well, uh, the Super Sense was for the Crack and Peel right. pack film. Yes. It was a Kickstarter. It was yes. successfully funded. Yes. I'm in. Mark's in. Are you in? No. 
for, okay. I don't have for which? One of those caps. You're in for the, the dark pack caps film. pack film, right? No. You're not in? I could say I am, but I'm not. Oh, my in. God. It's just in. <laughs> <laughs> we have to have your own, uh, your own sound effect for you. Oh, would you like to say hello to some of your, some of your people? Hello. No, no, you can come closer to the mic. Go ahead, say hi. Hello, some of my people. <laughs> the rest of you, I, I have nothing to say to. You know who you are. So Justin is um, in the FPP Online store. If you send an email to that FPP Online store, you get a response from Justin. Yeah. What's going on, Justin? What, are you, what, kind, of, what, kind, of, what kind of news do you have for us? Yeah. May I put up another piece of coal on the fire? <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Hey, Ebenezer Scrooge gave uh, Cole as a present to his employees in uh, Muppet Christmas Carol. Well, so, well, if you need Cole, that's a good gift. Those yeah. were different times. Uh, I, I uh, want to know if we have any more Portra 835. Oh, shit. I'll look into that. Somebody ordered a five pack. We only have three. Oh, oh. my God. Hello! In April, Princeton Architectural Press will publish Andrew Bellamy's Comprehensive Technical Guide to Using a Manual Camera, Analog Photography, Reference Manual for Shooting Film. That's the name of the book. In his book, Bellamy provides an overview of a camera's parts and functions and teaching the fundamental mechanics of shooting film, and he presents it all in an irresistible package inspired by the aesthetics of vintage user manuals. Mm. That's pretty cool. Divided into six main sections, general nomenclature, lenses, speed and exposure, effects of aperture and shutter speed, rangefinders and SLRs, and film and filters. The book is structured to be accessed in either a linear or nonlinear way with mm. cross-references that are underlined in the text and listed with their relevant page numbers at the top of each page. There's also a detailed index. Cool. Sincerely, Wes Seeley from Princeton Architectural Press. That sounds like an interesting book. Yeah. Analog Photography, Reference Manual for Shooting Film by Andrew Bellamy. I will check that out. Very good. This is pretty fresh. This is only a two-month-old letter. Oh, for real? Yeah. There you go, John. It says, message body. Hi, you got a message from Cynthia. Her Flickr name is C-Y-D-E-R-R-82. Oh. Uh, I just want to say thanks for what you're doing. Nothing has gotten me back into film photography more than the FPP. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, uh. Yes! 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 <laughs> okay, that was a good... Wow, you got a big one, Cynthia. Uh, I grew up with a film camera in my hand, but of course, when digital came out, I had at le- I had to at least give it a shot. I quickly discovered that nothing compares to film. I developed a really bad case of gas, but am seeking counseling. I'm working my way through the archives, and I'm up to episode sixty. I love every show. Oh what, my goodness! What show? She wrote. Wait, she's, she's, she's up to hit. episode sixty. Sixty. So she's starting at one. I guess so. Hopefully, she started at fifty-nine. She's just a slow listener. <laughs> Keep up the fantastic work, and thanks for keeping film alive. Film alive. Remember Church Alive? Yeah, of course. Church Alive. Church alive. That's right. That's right. I was a guest director many times for Church Alive. Yeah. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah, this is for you to read. Oh, thank you. Are you giving me this? I'm just clearing myself a little bit of room here. Oh, and putting all your shit elbow in room. Okay. You got to talk to the mic, though. You're literally sitting right next to me. This is a 10-foot-long table. Go over there. Can't you put her in the bathroom? I'm doing my show. No, you can do it by yourself. I'm doing my show. <laughs> I love you. <clears throat> Hi, gang. Mark Fole here. I hang with Matt in Columbus from time to time. Oh, do tell. proper. <laughs> <laughs> I heard on a recent show that Sam Sherman wants to return to your show to talk about exactas. Hey, Mike, Sam Sherman, give me a call. 
Here's some info about exactas. Sam will probably know all this. Exactas were made in Dresden, Germany. I know this because Dresden is a sister city of Columbus, and I participate in some of the exchange activities. Really? Before World War II, Dresden was to Germany, and maybe to all of Europe, what Rochester was to the U.S. A lot of important photo stuff was made in Dresden. There was a Zeiss facility there, was, that made lenses and icons, I-K-O-N-S, not like religious ones, among other things. AGFA was in Dresden before it moved to Belgium after the war, and exes, exactas, and practicas were all made there. Wow. In order to promote the use and, of course, sale of East German cameras, the government encouraged the formation of exacta clubs in various cities throughout East Germany. I currently belong to the Fotoklub Exacta in Dresden. I met several members of the club while visiting there. Several of the members were around during the East Germany days. The members were happy with the fall of the wall in 89, but they voted to keep the name Exacta in their club. Few members probably still have their Exactas. They all use modern digital stuff. Nikon, Canon... And one guy with a Pentax digital. Is that even a thing? Mm. But they do have their history. Cheers, Mark. Hey. The, sounds um, like a happening place. Jeez. The Dresden factory, if, if this is the factory I'm thinking of, and you'll all correct me when I'm wrong, but at the end of the war, when all of the allies were splitting up the spoils of war, mm-hmm. Russia said, yeah, we'll take that. And they picked up the whole factory, including all the machines, the parts, and some of the people, and moved it to the arsenal which was this camera lens manufacturing place in uh, Russia. And that's where now, like, the feds and Kievs and uh, right? Zenits and all that stuff came from, was the old... Sam Sherman's your man, uh, Mark Dalzell. Uh, he, go, he knows everything about all those I factories. Love all, that, all that stuff, yeah. Stories if, about how things were... Have you listened to some, this? Some of the old Kiev cameras, if you take the nameplate off, it says contacts underneath it. Have you listened to the Sam Sherman episode? Yeah. Too? This is from Jonathan. Recently got back into film photography and discovered your podcast. I listen to it as much as possible and find it entertaining and informative. I heard from the show, what show? that the Gossin Luna Pro F and was able to buy one for a fairly good price. The manual was easily located thanks to Mike Butkus. Oh, he's the man. And is straightforward to operate. Uh, yep. By the way, a Mike Butkus, B-U-T-K-U-S, camera manuals. If you Google it, you come to a site. You can download manuals for free. And FPP listeners, please do think about, yeah. you know, dropping him. Throw him a couple of bucks. Yeah. Throw, you know, five, five, five bucks. Five dollars. Come on. Five dollar. Five dollar. It's worth it. The guy works really hard to archive all these manuals, really. Mike Buckus, he scans, makes his manuals available for free, and then companies steal it, start their own websites, and charge for yeah, his manuals. Yeah. That's unbelievable. That stinks. Scum. Keep the show going, okay? However, I noticed that the bulb on the meter uh, is extremely small compared to many light meters and wondering if you had any advice on best practices. First of all, as you know and everyone knows, size doesn't really matter. Big hands. (laughs) I have not been able to locate any tutorials. Um, So he's asking about the Goss and Luna Pro. And I will have to tell I I will tell you, Jonathan. Will you dig up uh, Beta Botka? I am the only person of my group that shot shot and metered with the Goss and Luna Pro. Uh, John, what did you use? Siconic? Yeah. And didn't you have a Minolta spot meter? Uh, No, I bought Siconic. Oh, okay. Spot meter, though. It's a spot and a. uh, Okay. The other kind. Spot meters are very popular. The bulb in in the viewfinder. If it wasn't left and right, if it wasn't literally country and western, drilled into my head, both kinds of light, by Professor Beta Rich Bond. Well, that's the thing. His he was from a way different generation, 
and he drilled that into your head. Right. Whereas people who were not from his generation were all Sakonic people. But the thing is, I know what he's talking about. It's the it's the white bulb that yes. that you know slides over your your sensor. Yeah. And it's it's very small compared to the big white bulb on the Sakonic. Yes. But size doesn't matter. No, it shouldn't matter. Let's put it that way. You get the same exact reading. You put the white globe over the sensor, mm-hmm. and then you get in front of your your subject's face, and you press to meter it. I remember that... Um, you got to dial in your film and all that. Uh, who is the comic uh, from Ghoul School? Paul... Paul Veneer. Paul Veneer. He always like... Boop, 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 boop. Every, like, like for th- Every time. For 20 days straight. Like, it never got tired. That's one thing about <laughs> Never got comics. tired to him. Because you pretended to laugh every time. That's one thing about comics. Even Michael R. Thomas, God rest his soul, he they very like they they. There's they a lot things. of repetitiveness. Oh my god! So every day, and believe me, from from day one, each day got progressively worse. Like each day got John was there. Each day got progressively like by the end of the show. I'm surprised no one hung themselves. I swear to God. <laughs> I it came was close. There were Mark, a couple of nights so home. I almost miserable. drove it to a wall. You would thrive, you would drive home at three AM, get home at three thirty, and then get oh. up at five. This is what happened to me, true story. Working on that film near the end, it was like maybe three quarters away full. Lisa and I were recently married. I come home, <laughs> it's two o'clock in the morning, my apartment is filled with drunk people. We were having a party that I couldn't make, and I literally had to just go in the back room. And flopped down on my bed. And people were like, come on, man, get up. Let's have some fun. I'm like, dude, I got to get up in like three hours. I have to get some sleep. That's how miserable it was. I turned down the chance to party in my own freaking wow. house to yeah. sleep so I could go back to that hellhole. Now you'll do anything to turn out a chance to party. Oh, my God. I it don't was pass any opportunity to party. Every day. It was like you get you go back to the set and like the effects guy was in like a car wreck. So no... <laughs> No, real. It's true. Yeah. No, he fell asleep. No more fits. He, fe- <laughs> he fell asleep. <laughs> Going home. And his wife was pregnant. Oh, my God. And he was just gone. He was done. He was done. He was just that was it. done. He that was he it. He walked away. That just was just done. So then the casting director, Pam, sat in and was the makeup artist. Yeah. And she didn't know how to make ghouls. No. So she just made everyone blue. <laughs> they were like Smurf zombies. That was ridiculous. you got to watch that movie. It's called The Ghoul School. You want the Splatter University edition. Oh well, God. obviously. That's the one that all of John and I's short films are on it. Oh, my God. Uh, and it has our commentary track. Do you That's sell it? Great. You yeah. have it? You yeah. stock it? Yeah. Ghoul School Splatter University oh, edition. Now it comes Copy. in like a VHS slash DVD. Uh, no, it comes in um, Just a oh, DVD? Oh, you could buy it with a comic book. Oh, that's right. I'd that's love to check it out. Is it on Pirate Bay? Who did the, <laughs> who, who did the comic book? Noel Scotch that's Anderson. Right. That's right. The resident artist in the so house. So every day I put the meter in front of Paul Veneer. Oh, yeah. I forgot oh, we were every, talking about the story. Every day. Like every, I'm, like, like every single day. Did you laugh the first time he did that? Yeah, Probably. Yeah. And then by the last day, you just wanted to punch him right in the kisser. <laughs> And I, I will say this, full, full disclosure, I am not a cinematographer. I aspired to be a cinematographer, mm-hmm. dreamt of being a cinematographer. But cinematographers, they go, they put their hand in front of the subject, they, they squint, and they know what the F-stop yeah, is. That's a real cinematographer. They are so, they know light so well. Huh. And uh, you, you had a very casual relationship with lights. I, I don't like lights. No. I don't like moving them. I don't like looking at them. <laughs> Don't look into them. I don't them. like turning them on. I don't like turning them off. Yeah. Plugging them in is a hassle. 
As a matter of fact, if you know, if Tim Healy was not on Ghoul School, oh. my ship would have been sunk. Yeah. I mean, he lit it. Who was the other guy too? There's uh, another. Guy. Oh, uh, Eric Klein. Eric Klein. I took very over nice for Tim, guy because Tim had another gig for on a few days. Yeah, very nice guy. I forgot about Eric Klein. Uh, and so anyhow, I've been using the Goss and Luna Pro F my entire life, and I've never ever had a desire to try another meter. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like people who just, you find a few of these people who only shoot Tri X, yeah, and they just have no interest in shooting any other black and white film. It's yeah. just that kind of thing. Okay, it's fine. So I would say um, I'm definitely overdue for doing a uh, Goss and Luna Pro YouTube video because to look at it is very intimidating. Mm. It's a lot of dials. Yeah, it's a lot going on. Yeah, but this, it's so easy. It's beautiful. It's a, once you figure out the code, like oh that that's you gotta it. Crack the code. Yeah, you crack the code. So. By the way. The Goss and Luna Pro did absolutely nothing to help me on the basement shoot. No. That was no. the shoot we it shot on millimeter. Super 8. Literally in the basement? It just would have said zero for everything. basement. We shot in the basement. We shot in it was a Super 8 camera, and I get emails from people who ask me my opinion on, like, hey, I'm shooting Super 8, and there's a manual mode mm-hmm. where you could turn it off auto, and then it sets the f-stop. But these are not like a camera where you have like a lens that you fix the f-stop. Right, right. It's like internal. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've told every single person the same thing. It's like, don't even think about it. Just put it on auto, shoot. Believe me, you don't want to mess with it. Yeah. Because it's, these are like prosumer cameras. Everything turned out super dark. They don't... And misread. You can't... It's not a real lens, so yeah. you're, not, you're not getting an actual f-stop. You're, at, you're, you're really at the mercy of whatever electronics are in that, that it's yeah. saying it's at this f-stop. But it's it may not be. It's F and U. That's what it's That's saying. right. And Mr. Jared Bookwalter, <clears throat> the director of uh, The Dead Next Door, said to me, because he loaned me the camera. Yeah. He's like, Mike, you want to use auto? Yeah. And I was like, Mr. Ho- Mr. Big Shot. I was Mr. NYU, Beta Baca, Big Shot. Like, oh, yeah, okay. Thanks, JR. Right. And I had to go all manual. I shot an entire feature film on Super 8, and it was dark. Big Shot. On Ectochrome, no less. Big Shot. Ectochrome. You don't want dark ectochrome. Looks awful. No, you don't want dark anything really. But if you are of the curious type, you can buy the basement. That's the movie. <laughs> I sound like a huckster, right? You do. <laughs> Trying to sell everything. You're cross promoting here. But you- I already forget the name of the last movie, so remind me later. Cool school. Ghoul school splatter university edition. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Is if there you- a splatter yeah, university edition basement- of the other one? No, the basement comes in the VHS ed- edition. Yes, it's that's a big box. You get the you get the DVD. You get. VHS. You get all the extras. You know what? Speaking of light meters, I wanted to say I recently myself acquired, but I haven't used it yet, a Sakonic spot meter myself. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was was like, how to use this thing? And I Googled Sakonic. I think it's the 558. The Google. And the first thing that pops up is a 15-minute long YouTube tutorial on how to use it, hosted by Matt Day. Oh, is that right? Who I now know. And he, he gave a 15-minute talk on how to use this thing. And what state? It's YouTube. It's everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> He's from Ohio. Okay. But I believe. You know, and you watched day. it? I watched. So you had the meter, and you're like, oh, let me see what's going on. How do you on. use this thing? Go oh, here's you. Matt Day teaching me how to use it. Right. Weird coincidence. John, I, always, I, yeah. I look at John. I'm going to talk about the film for Padilla in San Clemente. Yeah. John and I always look it. at him like as if he wasn't there. <laughs> I wasn't there for was one barely important there. day. I wasn't there. I was afraid you died. Me too. Like in London. <laughs> he was dead in London too. <laughs> no. in London. 
It was like real world FPP in London, and we, we, the four of us rented that flat in London. Yes. And I got up one morning. Well, Mike and, and was, I shared a room. Yeah, you, and a bed. The two of you shared a, bed. Yes. shared a pillow. And I got up one morning, and it was like, you know, what would have been late. And it was just you sitting there, and I could hear Dane snoring in his tiny little closet that he had. <laughs> snoring and farting. Oh, my God. And I said, where's John? And you just looked up completely deadpan and said, maybe he's dead. <laughs> I thought, oh, but right. I said it seriously. You, you said it completely me. seriously. You just looked so, at me and said, oh, maybe he's dead. So you're thinking... <laughs> like, like you knew something I didn't. We're sharing a room. Mike killed me with a pillow, right. and they just went out and exactly. was sitting in the chair. That was a trip full of it. quotable quips. Oh, my God. Good one. He had gas. He had a bad hey, case what, of gas. What's that ape up there? It says eight millimeter. What's what he got up there? Uh, oh, Brian donated. donated. Those are um, oh, these are pretty cool, actually. Oh, movies. Uh, Mark O'Brien donated a bunch of movies he got at an estate sale. Oh, and he had no use for them. Oh, and look, like this is um, late nineteen sixties. <laughs> it says. What is this, Zapruder 67? What is that? This is late 1960s parade in Metro Detroit. So this is a parade oh, in Detroit. That could oh. be some good stock footage. Yeah, it's great stuff. And then... Well, you don't know who shot it. Zapruder. <laughs> You'll have to see. Exactly. Oh, and these, the other films belong to Margaret Krupp. Oh, yeah, Margaret. Died 2016. Yeah. What? She, so she, she died in 20... Oh, I'm sorry. So Margaret Krupp passed. I think in like 1916. For some reason... 19, 20, 2016? I just heard 16. I'm like, 1916? So Margaret Krupp passed, and I think Mark went to her estate sale. Yeah. And, and bought all her films. He bought her films, and he, he like donated them to me. And I'm going to scan them and then do a tribute to Margaret Krupp. Oh, cool. Yeah, on YouTube. Oh, that'll be nice. Yeah. That's very nice of you. And then put them on your stock footage site. I don't have a stock footage site yet, but I've been collecting stock footage. I know you've footage. been working on it, yeah. I've been collecting films, 16mm stock footage type films, since the 1990s. Do you have like any New York like during the 80s or 70s? Mm, certainly, yeah. That's the good stuff. Really? Yeah, like old Times square. That's why uh, the, the show The Deuce yes. on HBO, the way they recreate New York, unbelievable. Uh, it's all, all the that's CGI. All CGI. Yeah, it's crazy. How authentic it looks, though. There's another story. It was the uh, a New York film. It was the uh, what was the Bowery Bar? That famous Bowery Bar, CBGB. CBGB. It was a, a film, recent film, and all the shots. It was the craziest thing. They got around the time period. All the shots are from below, looking up. So you see a character walk in. You don't yeah. see. The person's legs or cars. Right. You just see their the, their body and the buildings. Yeah. yeah. It was ridiculous. Oh. That's a that's a big cheat. It was a big cheat and it didn't work. It's what a low this? budget cheat. What, what this just in? What does this mean? Yeah. I just got a message on Instagram. Yes. From uh, as him. you would say, our good friend Curly Pingling, David. Oh yeah, I know I know Curly Pingling. <laughs> he said, y'all got challenged. Negative Positives podcast. Yes, that's correct. The Negative Positives podcast, that's another film photography related podcast. They're doing a challenge to other podcasts, yeah. like a double exposure challenge. Oh, look at this. Uh, now, Mark's not going to agree with me because, believe it or not, like I'm the grouchiest of the group. When I disagree Ma- that you're the grouchiest. When Matt's not Both here. of you shut up. Why don't you record? <laughs> I can't. I'm doing my show. <laughs> <laughs> and you could shut me down on this, but if you want to get involved, great. 
I don't get involved with stuff like this. Well, John and I will do it. What is it? What I, is I, it? I'll read what it. What are going to do? I'll yeah. read it. All right. Yeah, you, you, this is definitely not for Mike. Put some, yeah, I'm John, too busy. Over on the turntable there, put some dramatic music on. Okay. Oh, no, I could do that. How's this? Oh, that's good. Oh, thanks. thanks. The gauntlet has been thrown down. <laughs> the Negative Positives crew is challenging all other film photography podcasts to a double exposure tag team challenge. That sounds like a challenge. So grab yourself a partner and get to shooting. Yeah. Solo podcasts, feel free to team... I forget the solo podcast people. What is the challenge? What is all this, you should ask? One roll of film, first person shoots the whole roll, then pass it along to your teammates so they too can shoot the same roll. After the roll is double exposed, developed, and scanned, submit your best image. Okay. Um, Are we allowed to, uh, like, you know, connoiter on this, or is this, like, completely dude, independent? Dude, we're on the air right now. Stop giving oh, away all I the details. I mean, de- I'm details. sorry. Never mind. When is it over? Well, it's a film challenge, so hopefully at least six months. What is a challenge? <laughs> it, just, it doesn't have a date. you got to no give us at least a couple of weeks. <laughs> exactly. We'll get back to that. I'm trying to figure out. Last time I was going to call you, John. I'm yeah. at home on my laptop. Yeah. I have the 16-millimeter film we shot at Obscure Darkroom. Yeah. And I, I shot it wedding style. I, I, sh- I got a shot, mm-hmm. two shot. I go in for the over-the-shoulder. I cut to the other side. Yeah. You're telling a story. I'm telling a story, but in that story, people like it's He's Mark. Painting o- a picture. It's Mark O'Brien. Yeah, and you, I see your shoulder. It's Mark talking. Mark O'Brien. Yeah. Oh, where where did you shoot this? I thought you said in Padilla. What are we talking about? Obscure darkroom. Obscure, grand oh, opening. obscure darkroom. Okay. So Mark's talking. His mouth's moving. Cut to you, and you're nodding. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just like befuddled because I'm just like, uh, uh, you know, I can't edit it without finding some obscure, oh, ridiculous to. dialogue from <laughs> exactly. some movie to throw in there. You know, absolutely. You just did that on your on your on the pizza eating movie. Yeah. I did. Every, every time someone's eating, you're going. Nom, 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 nom. There was a wedding I edited in 1990. <laughs> oh my god! Like, I love where this is going. It's the cocktail hour. Oh my right? god! Right? Da 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 da. Cocktail hour. With clinking glasses. Food. Very good. Very and then good. like this, it, yeah, it'd be like mm, very mur, good. Mur, 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 and then mur. there's like someone like leans in and whispers in someone's ear, and I dubbed in Planet X is short of water. <laughs> <laughs> From Monster Zero. It's Nick <laughs> Adams saying Planet oh X God. is short of water. And it's just so, so deadpan. Just were, like were you cracking up when X you did that? Were you like laughing your no, ass off? No, I just did it. Like I saw it. I'm like, oh, Planet X is short of water. I just knew. You just knew that's what he was saying. Yeah. Did the, did the person ever say anything to It you? was Barry Martin. Oh, did he ever and catch it? And there was a, a woman takes an olive <laughs> and puts it in her mouth and I put a crunch sound in. <laughs> And he always remembered that. He's like, oh, yeah, an olive with a crunch. <laughs> so I, I have this, this scene, you know, I'm, I'm like, what am I going to do with this? I have to do something with it. Whew. But everything's so different these days. You have to be careful what you put in. Uh, I guess so. You know, because, you know, yeah, so I've... The la- olive continues yeah, to Yeah, big olive will get after bad. you. So last night I downloaded dialogue from Office Space and dialogue from Being There. I'm like, okay, oh. here are two movies. What's Being There? Being There is the 1980... <laughs> Peter Sellers movie. Get this honky. You go tell Raphael that I ain't taking no jive from no Western Union messenger. You tell that asshole if he got something to tell me to get his ass down here himself then he said that i was to get my white ass out of there quick or he cut it <laughs> i've never heard that of you it. have yet to see 
Uh, anyway, sorry. All right, okay, so what is the challenge? Double exposure. I just literally read it. My oh. reaction right now is exactly my reaction when I first saw it. Like, That's like okay. I John almost and I, need John and I are taking it. I look at it. I'm like, I don't understand. <laughs> like, I don't get it. Like, what, what does this mean? What? I'm going to shoot a roll of film. But right. where do you send it? Rewind, rewind it. And then you post when you're done. Give post it to John. He then shoots that same roll of film. Uh-huh. Then I, most likely I will process it because you don't have your lab box. What's that? What's a lab box? Scan it in. Pick the best image on the roll. And yeah. we post it on the Instagram. Okay. So John will never see it. And then you tag it with the whatever the with the tag. double yeah, the podcast double exposure challenge. Do you mind thing. if I take that image and put it on my MySpace page? <laughs> and MySpace what, is gone. And is what it? and what Damn. happens then? Then Hasht- hashtag double exposure challenge had hash had hagcast. Hag, hag, and then, hashtag and then let me ask edition. you a question. Like what? who is like who's like, who's going to who's judge, gonna it's judge not, this? It's just for fun, Mike. Yeah, you can't see this, but he's he's hugging his major award that he won at Padilla right now. So <laughs> he's very concerned with the minutia of the rules. <laughs> it's just for kicks. It's just, it's just for it's, fun. It's, it's it's what do they call that when you like kicks? You said it. No, when you go to like a corporate picnic and it's like a trust team building. building. Team building. Oh look, it's Dave. Oh, oh, Dave. Dave? He's just in. I oh hey, don't worry. Going? This is all getting cut. <laughs> yeah, how's it going, Dave? Uh, it's going good. Did you fix your car? Uh, it's at the mechanics, oh, and geez. the mechanics shop is closed till next week. Uh, what? Dave is a colorist here. Oh, did you, at, uh, you walk here? <laughs> FPP. He just got here. It's four uh, o'clock in the afternoon. Involved. Oh, okay. Well, All, right. All right. Got anything? Wait, Checking his pockets. Wait. Uh, oh my wait, 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 wait. Some mints. It's in here. Uh, a used tissue. A dirty penny. That's it. That's it. What room is it open? Is that a hotel? It's his oh, men's room. <laughs> That's the only thing you got? Next week. Okay. What are we talking about? I'll we'll talk about it later. Totally yes. baffled. I'm curious. All right. So, so the, well, why Mike, does Dave have a private Mike key to a Dave men's room? Mike and very happy that this was something that's productive. So let's okay. All right. Let's so what is what is the challenge? Okay. You guys have fun. <laughs> I feel like I'm insane. <laughs> what is the challenge? So what I'm going to do is shoot a roll of film. Yes. Throw it in the river. Rewind it. But you're giving it to John, so... Give it to John. Yeah, He's going to then, then shoot the same roll I'm of film. We ju- get double exposures. How long exposures. will it take you to shoot it, John? Uh, uh, if, I, if I have purpose, it's a cha- it's a take challenge. take me an afternoon to shoot it. It's a challenge. We're going to work out. We're going to work it yeah, out. use a, d- a 12 exposure roll, right? Not like a 36 exposure 72. roll? 72. Oh. I'm going to get some of that fancy Ilford. <laughs> oh, shoot it with the pen, EE. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to put a 36 roll in my uh, Mercury 2. And when is the deadline? I'm going to throw up my Holga. Mike. I'm going to throw up my Holga, though. you got to go to a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know the deadline. But okay, we're... so the FPP school don- donation program, our latest recipient is none other than Mr. Joseph Brunges, who oh. is teaching. Oh, oh. He's teaching at the Sawtooth School for Visual Arts. No shit. Oh. Where's that? That's in Walnut Cove, North Carolina. Oh, very good. And he is looking for uh, six uh, K1000 type. Hmm. That's it, six? six. Come on, man. K1000 type and looking for some Lomo plastic cameras. Um, mm. He says, um, the school where I teach would also make a great location for a workshop or a photo walk. He says, Mark O'Brien is expecting to move down to Asheville yeah. this summer, so he'll only be a few hours away. And uh, Joseph Brunges is suggesting that the next FPP uh, Meetup be in Walnut Cove, North Carolina. I thought of Mr. Mark Dalzell because wow. Mark, you always say, "Yeah, let's do something different." This oh. would be something different. It's an artist community. Mm-hmm. It's probably awesome, and there's probably a record shop. 
Let's go. Let's who, do it. Who knows? Maybe there'll be uh what was the name of that place? Bikini Taco <laughs> next to the record store? No, it was Chicken Taco. Uh, oh, Chicken. No, Chicken. What was it called? Shake Chicken. Surf and Chicken. Surf, surf and, and chicken. chicken. That was it. Yeah, maybe it's a Surf and Chicken. Could be. So I heard that uh, they're changing the name of San Clemente to uh, Nikon F3 California. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Because when I was in San Clemente with these boys, yeah. I was shocked how many people had an Nikon F3. You're just upset. The F3 and I'm the Pentax 67. Get, I don't Everybody. get upset. Oh, people think I get upset. I don't get upset over it. You're Look, upset that not everybody's walking around with EOSes. With, with a Canon T50. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, my God. It's so good, oh. right? Oh, I almost had a... Oh. The field of view <laughs> is like 98%. That's so great. How do they do this? <laughs> oh, my God. I can see through time. <laughs> The field of view is so amazing. Why are you changing the aperture? The f stop is like right there, lit up. That is the f. Th- it's lighting up. Yeah, you can see it says f two f. Oh, oh yeah, through the little mirror. So that's so. What you're holding is the is the f three HP. So it's got the HP, the high point oh. viewfinder on it, which is specifically aimed at people who wear glasses. I need that. Is it batteries? You do in? have it. I do. That's what you is have. Is there batteries in here? I didn't put any in, but should give it a give it a whiz. Will it work? It's only one way to find out. It's not going to work. You said. I don't know. I didn't put batteries in it. No, it did. Here, give me a two. Oh. I don't know how many batteries. Yeah, you're like, no, don't let John do anything. He'll so am I. It all up. <laughs> it's like, don't send Curly to go get the batteries. Do you ever do that to your kids? What? Like, no, 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 no. Don't send Holden to go see that. <laughs> oh, I, I don't send anybody to do anything. <laughs> okay. Like, not even to go get a roll of toilet paper. <laughs> Some, they come back with, like, a bottle of water. Somebody go I'm get like, me a pencil. No, not this one. The other one. It's like, no, that's a Sharpie. So uh, this is just, you I know. Call, I call John's sons. I don't have Seraphina any, Boy 1 and Seraphina Boy 2. <laughs> I don't have any that's strong true. feelings about camera brands. Uh, other than I was, What's I grew up thing? shooting Canon, and I just, it's you, what I know, it's what get, I shoot. You, you get branded, exactly. Yeah, you get branded. Branded. It's like with your Gossin. Gossin or Reichard. You like what you're not. <laughs> what? Old Spice. My dad... You're used, a right guard guy still. Yes, I'm a right guard guy. Wow, I've changed deodorants many times. Burma shave. There's barely right guard represented at the store. If you go to the supermarket, they're school, literally... Man. Like, you have no. two choices no, you know what? of right guard. My deodorant, I have to buy on Amazon now because they don't sell them in stores anymore. What is it? I'm not, I'm not getting that detail. Come on. I use dry idea, unscented. Really? For mans. Are you joking? No. Okay, well, I want to talk to you later. Oh, Okay. <laughs> I've yeah. seen Nike, Nikon SLRs before, and I always get the same amazement when I look through the eyepiece. Oh, but not. But this is the HP. It's just a big. It's co- sort of like. It's sort of like the Canon Owl. Canon Owl. Yeah, it's a point and shoot camera, but the eyepiece is huge. Oh. It's an eyepiece for nanas. Hang on, I have to reboot it. <laughs> eyepiece for nanas. Yeah, it's true. It's like those big cell phones that they sell on TV. Oh, it doesn't even work. Hang on, I'm working on it. He knows, he you should take the lens off before you bang it right on the now, ground. Right now, he's slamming it against the I floor. I need the lens on for... Uh, for All right, I'm going to read. You do oh that quietly. I'm going to read a letter. Okay. Actually, John, you should read this. Read okay. this in a very excited fashion. <clears throat> Hi there. I just want to say that I love your podcast, your store, everything. I just received <laughs> two rolls of ISO... Two rolls of each ISO on the new dev pan, and I'm making my way through the 100 speed right now. The rev pan. Can oh. you be a little less excited? Okay. Yeah. I'm currently working through all of your old episodes. I just finished number 70. So I'm sure at some point in the episode that I have yet to listen to, you have discussed filters, but I am gearing up for a summer project with Area Chrome IR, and I have a question about filters. 
Are you going to be able to answer this? Yes. Are you qualified? Yes. Okay. I was curious what your thoughts are on square filters versus screw-on. I want to buy good filters that won't hinder my results, and I am torn between buying step-up and down rings and getting a large screw-on filter to go with the square. My largest lens is an 80 mil, the smallest is a 49. Should I buy dedicated filters for each lens size and avoid step-up and down rings? This is a very good question. Okay, I don't want any vignetting that would ruin the image, and I read that this can happen with stepping. Or should I go in the square direction? Am I overthinking this? <laughs> filter sweats. <laughs> the, indeed, is filter sweats, and this is an excellent question, and I will tell you why. Okay. If you, if you have a, diff- a bunch of different lenses for your camera, indeed, you'd have to get a 52-millimeter yeah. filter yeah. and the, uh, like a, a copy of it just for 55-millimeter. Or? So, like, for every lens you'd have, you have to buy the same redundant. There'd be a lot of redundancy. Yeah. One solution is a great solution, and she talks about step-up and step-down filters. So mm-hmm. what I have done is I know that the largest lens I own, when I say large, I mean like the millimeter of the size of the ring, right. is 72 millimeters. Uh-huh. So I bought... The 72 millimeter filter, and then you could buy a step down ring that screws on the filter, right? And then steps it down to 55 millimeter. So it'll adapt to that right. lens. Now, because the 72 is so big, mm-hmm. it's fitting beautifully over your 55 millimeter lens. <laughs> Granted, it looks a little strange, mm. but it's covering the entire lens, so you're not getting any vignetting. Right. So let's put it this way: if you have a 72 millimeter large filter. You can step it down to whatever you wish, mm-hmm. but you can't do the opposite. Can't step it up. No, you can't you, buy a fifty-five millimeter and put it on. You your can, center. but you're gonna. It's gonna yeah, not be so good. Right, it won't be a good fit. It'd be a horrible fit. Well, the good news is here's a one point four for you. <laughs> Camera's effed. Oh, it's a one. It's one point eight. The F three is effed. No, it's a one four, isn't it? No, it's one eight. It's a one four. Oh, I thought it was one four. Another option are the square. The squ- I don't know other brands. There may be other brands, but the square are made by Koken filters. Yes. I own those as I well. Those. Yes, and you would buy um, a Koken square filter holder. Right. So the square filter. You had those? Uh, I did back in the day. Yeah, the square it would hold filter up to goes. Three filters. Yeah, it goes in, and then the plastic holder has rings: fifty-two millimeter, fifty-five millimeter, mm-hmm. forty-nine millimeter, whatever you need. So you could use your same set of filters on all your cameras. Yeah. So my advice is either A, go Koken. Go Koken! Go yeah. Koken or go home. I love Koken filters. I think they're great. Yeah, I really they're, do. They're this old school. Or you can just get a large 72 millimeter or 77 millimeter filter and get the step-down rings. I think that's the way to go. But yeah. it looks a little rigged. But I have to step tell you, up. John, these days, honestly, I carry the filters with me. Literally, when I go to shoot, I just hold it in front of the lens, shoot, yeah. and then put it back in the bag. Yeah. Unless it's like, you know, for IR photography, which is yeah. what she's shooting. Well, then you might not want to hold it up for every shot. For IR photography... Because you need it over every shot. You can probably, yeah. I use a... Um, I have dedicated... See, there's really no set answer. For IR photography, for red filter, it's such a common filter. I have a variety of red filters. I have a 55... A 52 millimeter. Mm-hmm. I have a bunch. So whatever camera I'm shooting with, I just screw it on, go out and shoot my IR photography and come back. And All right. Well, I think, uh, you know. The thing is. Food with, for thought. Yeah, there's no actual answer. It's whatever works well for you. But I know what she's saying, and you could get the filter sweats, because once you buy in, you want to buy in and right. you have it for your whole yep. photography experience. Well, there you go. Sarah Dicey. Thank you, Sarah. This is a letter from our good friend, Kevin Lane. 
Kevin Lane, there is a boy shooting photographs. <laughs> Kevin Lane, there is a boy. Kevin Lane last time was uh, was the blog about his students. Remember they shot with mm. the debonairs and they yeah. did they did sun prints. Oh yeah, that's right. So Kevin Lane. Kevin Lane no, no, had a strange song. hobby. Do the Irish song. The Irish song. There was a leprechaun. I hope everyone realizes. You know every single Paul. I mean this. I mean this. I don't mean this literally. Every single Paul McCartney song is is like a oompa pa song. Everyone. Yeah. He's he looks back a lot. That's when he what writes I liked his about music. him. Mm-hmm. What'd you call yeah. that kind of music? He is does, that uh, well, it's like vaudeville. I don't know what the vaude- English vaudeville equivalent is, but it's like vaudevillian. It's still vaudeville. If you play a bunch of Beatles somewhere. songs, which we're not yeah. going to do, I guarantee you, John, like no, immediately, Paul. John, Paul, oh my John, God. Paul, John, Paul, John. I can do it. I, I can name that tune in three notes. There was a there was a YouTube challenge I saw a week or two ago. What is a challenge? It was uh, it was name as many Beatles songs as you could think of in. Oh, I saw that. Like five minutes, wow. I did it. Darren kicked my ass, but wow. he's local. Well, Darren, yeah, he's a local boy. He said, he said, no, Mark, there, Liverpool's like an hour away. That's that's a terrible accent. Liverpool's. He an said hour it's like a whole different you? world. It's an hour away from where he lives. We're yeah. sending some point and shoot cameras to Kevin Lane for his students. Great, Kevin Lane. That 3D camera? <laughs> no. There's a 3D camera point and shoot back. Kevin Lane is an uh, Apple teacher, doctor of rockology, <laughs> chief vinyl archivist. Wow. director, like my kind of dude. And the director of Wood Station Singers. What? What does that mean? I'm hoping it's like the Anita oh, Kerr singers, singers. like a choral group. Okay. Yeah. The Wood Station Singers, that's a good name. That's awesome. Yeah, it is. It does sound it's definitely like 1960s. Yeah. He yeah. sounds like a great guy to hang out with. Where does he live? A Rock Spring, Georgia. Let's go. That's too far. Let's go hang out. I got stuff tonight. Let's do a weekend with, with Kevin. Kenny. What's his name? <laughs> Penny? <laughs> Penny Lane? Penny Lane. Okay, here is, here's a chef oh. writing us a letter. I feel like we've been here for three hours. Is this a Swedish chef? It's <laughs> a chef <laughs> telling <laughs> us that our heat helper, that they're not called a sous vide. And take it away, Mark. What? Hey, what? by the way, my mother-in-law just bought a sous vide. It's not, it's not a sous vide. But, well, wait a minute. She just wanna, bought one of those heat sticks to cook things with. Yeah, no kidding. To she, actually she, cook food with. How much did she I'm pay? Like, You're a fool. It was $169. She could have bought it for $50. That's what I told her. She's not developing film. She's cooking food, though, she's, Mike. She's actually yeah. like putting food in bags and then throwing it in water and I know, but it and what we, the, the one we sell comes with the cookbook. I know. I told her, but she's like, I had a Williams-Sonoma gift certificate. When else am I going to buy in the store? <laughs> so, okay, go ahead. All right. Who is this from? Chef of the Future? This is from, uh, this is from you got a message from Chef of the Future. It's pronounced Chef of the Future, it says. <laughs> no. Andrew May. Here is the message. Hi, longtime listener to the podcast and love what you guys do. I'm a hobbyist film shooter and professional chef, mm. and I wanted to write in and make a correction for you. Oh, a couple episodes ago, I noticed some discussion of using a, quote, <laughs> sous vide for temping one's chemistry. While this is a wonderful idea, I wanted to let you know in on a common misconception that we hear all the time in the restaurant industry. As you correctly stated on the show, as you correctly okay. First he's stated on the show. Okay, first going to set you up and then he's going yeah, to yeah, knock you down. Yeah, then you knock you down. Sous vide is the French term for under pressure. Under pressure. However, this term refers only to the technique of slow cooking in a vacuum-sealed environment. Oh, what do you mean? So if you're developing film in space, you can call it sous vide. Oh. The machine to which you were referring 
is not called a sous vide. It is called an immersion circulator. And when chefs discuss Much sexier. it... When chefs discuss it, that sounds like a fun party. <laughs> they refer to it as such, as in the following sentence, quote, I am going to cook your steak sous vide in the immersion circulator. Yeah. <laughs> so sous vide... When chefs are sitting to... around cooking steaks for each other, that's what they say. Yeah. Well, wait a minute. Sous vide refers to the vacuum-sealed food. Sous vide refers to the method of cooking, not the piece of equipment. Okay. So you don't say, oh, I'm going to oven you a chicken. <laughs> Although calling the machine itself a sous vide is akin to referring, oh my god, I can't believe you, you said used, that. Wow, look at that. It's akin to re- referring to an oven as a roasted, <laughs> as as in this sentence, quote, "I've preheated the roasted for the roasted chicken." Oh, that's funny. <laughs> anyway, sorry for the long-winded explanation, but thought you'd be interested in this for your own edification. Very good. Keep up the great podcasts, <laughs> Andrew. Andrew, you know what John would go. say, right? Who, me? Yeah. What would I say? I, don't, I can't even repeat it on the air. <laughs> well, hopefully you know what he would say because we can't say it. Go cook a chicken? What would I say? <laughs> cook a chicken. Like, he's right, though. Everyone calls it a sous vide. Yeah. Well, I, didn't, I didn't invent... I didn't come up with that, like, calling it a sous vide. I just... I'm you're, just... You're just... Mimicking everybody it. else. Exactly. No. You're just saying what you were told. Everyone's just, like, it's a sous vide. And what do we call it? A warm wand? Heat helper. That's a fine. Heat helper. Heat helper. That's fine. It I think heat. warm wand is what better. What was it? A cooking immersion. Immer- what was it? Uh, immersion circulator. Immersion so circulator. An, it, the item is an immersion circulator because it circulates the water. I went into it the goes heat in hel- the water and, and it's immersed. I went into the heat helper product page and I I changed it. Uh, oh, so Andrew, right? Andrew. Yeah, Andrew. Andrew, I I took care of it. Good on you, right. Andrew. Yeah. I, what, what are you saying? I would be mean to Andrew. I don't know. Sometimes Jersey guys could be like, yeah, you know what, Andrew? Hey, thanks for the letter. I know exactly where you can put your immersion <laughs> circulator. I know where you can immerse it. Or be like, you know, you call whatever you want, but here in Jersey, it's sous vide. <laughs> As John's family and, calls it, a sous vide. And that's how we cook our mutts. <laughs> your mutts and your gabagool. 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 Any other tangents like uh, we can go off movie. on? We've we've done only tangents. Okay, so the F three dead, dead, yeah. Uh, and what? That's from Moto Photo. What is that called? Moto yeah, Photo. This is the Moto Photo. Is it called a sous vide? Are we, are we segueing <laughs> into the? This is the uh, immersion tab retriever. You put this underwater. No, this is your uh, your your film tab your retriever. film tab retriever. This is the this is a Naritsu SB three U film and, tab retriever. And who we put, may need that when we do our double exposure thing. In case you roll it yeah. back all the way. Luckily, and, I've got and, four more. And yeah. who put the Jesse Pinkman cook? I gave you a Jesse Pinkman sticker. Uh, it's a little offensive, but I'll, I'll be honest. How is, is it offensive? offensive? Uh, it's, you know, it has to do with like, drug, Breaking u- bad. drug it doesn't. use. It's, you're, you're ready? You got your roll of film? Right. You need the tab out? Let's cook, man. Okay. <laughs> okay, I guess I can look You got up. your immersion circulator going? You got your uh, film tab got retriever your going on? It, this is, you know, this is very. You got your rubber gloves on. You're like your the freaking. You're like the Rick Wakeman of uh, film stuff. He's, no, you're uh, the Jesse Pinkman of film stuff. Well, Jesse Pinkman is probably the best character from that show. He is he totally taken is. advantage of. Yeah. yeah. He's tortured. Yeah. Poor Jesse. He has a tortured background. Mm. Uh, completely, you know, a, a drug user. Who's uh, Who's the the guy uh, that's now in uh, the Saul movie? The Saul TV series, uh, the the shaved head uh, Mexican Mike? guy, 
Oh, oh, what's Gus? his name? Sambuca? No. no. Who? The guy who. Oh, Tuco? Tuco. Who are you talking about? Tuco. Not Tuco. Who are you talking about? Never mind. Salamanca. The old guy. No, the the guy who worked okay, for Okay, look, I've already listed his, every his single son, person on the show. madness here. This is madness here. All this is, is caused by UFOs. So this is a Noritsu SB3U. What does it do? This gigantic piece of equipment, if you, have a, if you finish shooting your roll of film, you rewind it in your camera, and you need to pull the little tab out to develop your film. Yes. This. Can you even hold that up? Why do they need so much machine heavy. to do that? So much because this is like a, a proper production quality machine. Is it automated? Uh, it's fully automated, except for all of the manual stuff you have to do. <laughs> if you look on my Flickr, actually, if you care, if anybody cares, yeah, here's a roll film right here. No, that's, that's exposed. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's what pull we need. The tab out. Okay. Wait, we need. You got a plug? Yeah, right by your feet, right here. Plug it in. Yeah. Podcast at filmphotographyproject.com. It's a camera. Yeah, of course yeah, but, you have to put your eye on it. No, I mean, but is it pressure? It's not a some of trumpet. Them are, some of them are pressure. You have to push your eye on it in order to open up the, di- the oh, really? diopter. Yeah. Please oh, send see, us uh, an email. So there's no light leak. Tell us about your double exposure <laughs> contest you have going on at your house. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have one with your kids? Like, okay, kids, everyone grab your camera. We have a double, double exposure uh, project going on in the toilet because nobody flushes it. <laughs> Oh, that's interesting. Sometimes a triple or a quadruple exposure. Really? Yeah, it's hilarious. And smelly. Oh. Excuse me. Do you, you have to kind of scold your kids for that, right? I don't right? scold them, but I'm just like, guys. But why would they not flush on. the toilet? They're lazy. Is this a common thing for people who have children? Yeah. My well, daughter, at least, hey, at least they go in the toilet. Oh. She leaves the sink running and leaves the oh light on. God. That makes me crazy. <laughs> like, like You just literally like washed your hands and walked away. <laughs> Left the sink on. Left the sink That's on. Classic. Ugh, makes That's me crazy. crazy. Podcast at filmphotographyproject.com. Yeah, we do actually like um, packages with treats in it. We've been we kind of. If it wasn't for Shaq Mahdi, we'd be yeah. treatless this show. Exactly. Barely. So we have a show coming up got in a one few Milano. weeks. What show? Uh, these are our drive time shows. These are the shows in between shows. So these for, are for the truly dedicated. Yeah, this, well, uh, this show is dedicated to all of our uh, commuters. This is a commuter show. Oh. I will put my own challenge out there. Okay. Amazing, Mark. Mike? This is a challenge. And now back to you, Mike. Thank you. This is our own show. I really enjoyed doing this show. Are we done? Yeah. So much fun. My, so much. It's really, it's a, it's a stress relief. It's a bowl session. Yeah. Oh, yeah, next time. Ah! Yeah, God forbid. It's too late. It's, 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 it's like... Now, you have to like give you me. specifically asked for a camera review. No, I don't have time for it. <laughs> He's got to go. I got to go. We got to go. We, we got to go, go, Jordan. But here's the challenge: since I'm on this this movie kick, yeah, and all these movies are you know each cartridge is three minutes. Why yeah. don't you folks at home make a three minute master? Write a three minute script for us to shoot, and it should be like the stupidest, most ridiculous dialogue, like just something that's a little off the wall. We're shooting dialogue, or is this well? We I it. say that loosely because we're shooting non-sync, meaning we're going to have to dub the dialogue in. Well, that would be fun. Yeah, so you could write us a script. Minimal dialogue. Yeah, think of a three-minute movie. So you really have to think of like one scene or a series of you know quick scenes. Quick Something minutes. that could be done simply. Don't you know? I remember Susan Tarbox, professor oh. at William Patterson. She'd come out of her office like shaking her head. She's like, "Oh, I can't believe it!" Like because we would submit a script. Yeah. And kids, oh. kids would. Submit scripts and they, with Clint Eastwood in it. 
And like she didn't under like she was trying to comprehend. It's like, how do you think you're getting Clint Eastwood to do your? Yeah, like why did movie? you write a script with like this is something for you to shoot? So if someone's going to submit a short script to us, it has to be very short. And cannot include Clint Eastwood. And it should be somewhat madcap or zany, or non sequitur. Yes, crazy. Um, you could it could be gags. You can go back to like an old uh, Harold Lloyd or you know you could ape. <sighs> Laurel and Hardy type of thing. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Send it over. Podcast at filmphotographyproject.com. <laughs> and um, we'll see you very soon. Okay. Hey, thanks for this Nature's Bakery. Fig bar, booberry. Sure, I got that from the film Padilla. Oh. That's the one that gave you diarrhea. Oh, Sheldon. Go ahead. Make my day. Next up, tune in next episode. Next episode. Where we talk about, this is the camera you're going to use, this thing? Yeah. Does it work? It works like crazy. Have you shot with it? Yeah, that's great. It's so dirty, I'm surprised. It's not dirty. Look at it. You know, look at this. You ready? Watch yeah. this. You ready? Show you me. ready? Watch this. You ready? Show me. Ha ha. Oh, the wrong button. Stupid. Oh. Just like when it was brand new. 1930. It was an 80-year-old camera. It literally works. It works as good as new. <laughs> All right, we'll but you'll back. find out next time. Yep. Yeah, next time. Next time. You sound like a guy saying next time.
is what you make. 